Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. We are helping dental assistants get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Jules and I have been dental assisting for a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. (laughs) What we're doing is we're going online. We're finding that some dental assistants are running into humps with their team, with their dentist, with the career field. We are dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Miss Jules. How are you? Yep, day, Miss Rhonda. How was your week so far? It was good. It was really good. I was able to help a wonderful, hi, Annalie, if you're listening, dental assistant in Chicago with her organization, her infection control. So it was really fun. And she was super psyched. She said I was like a celebrity. We're like a celebrity. She does listen to our podcast. So I'm hoping she. And I said, I'm not a celebrity. I'm just here to help you. How can I help you? So she was all excited. She was an eager beaver. Oh, I love it. You know what? That makes everything so much easier. You know, like, like when your give a damn isn't busted, the world is like at your fingertips. Right. Absolutely. But she really worked hard and she was super psyched and she's like, we don't have enough time in the day. So she was a little disappointed. We only, you know, had until 530. So... She's like, I'd like you here forever. <laughs> Don't leave me. Then I was telling her boss, I'm like, well, that we could arrange that if you'd like. <laughs> she put you in a well and then like <laughs> lower down some lotion. It puts the lotion on the skin. I'm like, well, for $92 a week, I could fly back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally doable. It is. It's totally doable. And how was your weekend? And we week started. It was fabulous. I got to do what I love, trying to help dental teams level up. Um, yeah, it was really cool. At the D, D, the DMTC, um, it was in New Jersey, which was my first time there, and I was so close to you. Did you get that picture I sent you? What did you say? I, I sent you a picture when I was in the plane, when it said we're over oh. top of Syracuse. I took I a did. picture and said, did you see me wave? Right over my house. Some of those planes go right Because then you flew into Canada. That was weird. Yeah, that is weird. You flew into Canada airspace. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm well traveled. I'm international now. <laughs> you never landed in Canada. You just flew in the airspace. Yeah. I know. In Albany, and Friday when I spoke in Albany, you were only like two and a half hours, and it was so hard to leave there and not drive my fanny right to see you. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I was so busy though. Like it's literally you. The minute you wake up, you're working until the minute you go to bed. Because like these people need. They need guidance. They need help. And it's like, you only have two days. You're like, how much, how many people can I talk to? You know, like all the same time. So it was, it was Mm -hmm. really, really cool. And like one of the dentists, she was so sweet. Like I've been talking to her on Facebook for the last two days. I'm like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to make you videos and look at this new fresh logo. Like, (laughs) it's like, I want to make you pop so that you have so many patients. You have to turn them away. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the connections. Yeah. Well, you know, like it just, it hurts my heart. Like this one dentist there, you know, like she doesn't make money at all. 
like barely makes enough to keep the doors open because she's given away treatment for free. Yes. So like, I guess one of the examples was, so a kid comes in, needs restorative treatment and the mom and dad decline. So she's like, how do I tell that child they can't get their teeth fixed because mom and dad don't want to pay for it. So like, I get where she's coming from, but I just, I told her, I was like, well, just make sure that you, you keep track of everything that you donate so that at the end of the year, you can run a report and see how much you donated so that maybe it's a little bit easier next year to say no to the ones with like the moms have fake nails or Gucci purses, you know, just maybe it'll be easier to save your business if you, you know, track how much donated dental you do. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But on the other hand, she, you know, she's feeling a sense of purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would be, I'd feel bad too if I had to leave, you know, a kid couldn't get his work done and then be like, okay, let me just treat him for free. But you also, I mean, you, you know, you have to have, you have to make enough money to keep the practice open. Like she's her own assistant. She doesn't have one of those. She does all sterilization by herself. You know, like it's just, you know, there's, there's a lot of dental practices out there and, you know, it, it takes you getting out in the world to seeing, you know, how some of the, you know, the high end versus the other, you know, more of a, a public service office. Right. I'm like, you can have both. As long as we make you more money with bringing new patients in and revenue, then you can donate more treatment. <laughs> right. And you can have bigger days of dentistry. Yes. Mm. Aw, see? It was all worth it. It was so worth it. Hey, Jules, guess what? Mm. We got a listener that reached out to the show and um, it's a very long one. So I think it might be the only one we cover today. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Roll with it. Okay. Ready? So advice, if possible, please. I was hired on as a hygiene assistant just over a year ago at a dental office. I was so fortunate as I did not know much about dentistry at the time. I just knew I wanted to go into the field. I signed up for an RDA class and I finished in April with RDA certification in radiology. I am going this fall to continue with nitrous oxide and corona polishing courses. I thought after school, I would be able to right hand assist with my dentist more. Instead, I am under the hygienist and helping her who is very independent and wants to do a lot on her own if time allows. I do not feel like I'm growing as a DA other than they are letting me expose radiographs and I usually only work with my dentist during hygiene doctor checks. I had my review today and my overall job performance was on point. When I asked about helping in restorative procedures when other assistance is out or someone is added last minute and hygiene is not busy to help with patient flow, I was told I need to focus on hygiene and I didn't need major skills or other than radiographs. Right hand assisting with burrs, handpiece handoffs, and suctioning for hygiene doctor exams like occlusal adjustments. I feel like I'm not going to be able to grow and be hands-on for what I went to school for. Is it too early to look for other jobs? I'm afraid if I stay where I am for a long time, then I apply for another office, they will not understand why I'm an RDA and not able to perform hands-on restorative procedures. And this, she says, or he says, we have three other assistants and myself to one doctor, one hygienist. We keep the schedule as busy as we can to utilize all four of us, and I'm told it makes a difference if any one of us are out. But I'm not going to get to focus on cross-training anytime soon. So then I asked her, I said, um, 
when you were hired as the hygiene assistant, were you told that you would be able to work chairside in restorative any point? And uh, they said, my job description has listed as assisting in restorative procedures if needed. I was aware I would not be able to fully transition to restorative procedures only, but I was under the impression I would be able to learn and assist in restorative as needed. I have not been able to even assist on restorative since finishing my certification. Last week, the doctor came, was, came over in hygiene to do a surgical guide impression because I had not been trained to do it, and the other assistant was not available. But she said that she didn't expect me to know how to. Situations like this, I feel like I'm not helping out the rest of my team. Mm -mm. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is. Tough one. So, so does she, did she say at any point that she didn't like being a hygiene assistant? But no, she, no, she, she just said that, you know, she doesn't get to do much because the hygienist is independent. Oh, so, so she kind of feels like her skill set is kind of being wasted. Yeah, well, it's hard. If you don't use it, you lose it, especially if you don't truly have the time to establish those hard skills, you know, other than learning them in school. And then could you imagine going a whole year without actually practicing those skills you learned? And right. they don't become, you know, you don't get that robotic, uh, you know, hand-eye coordination and, and muscle memory. Yeah. And plus she's now in um a practice where maybe she doesn't know how they like things so it's going to take her a while to learn that so maybe she can approach it to the dentist that maybe one day out of the week to start with she could flip-flop with a restorative assistant and watch him when she doesn't have anything to do and that other restorative assistant could be the hygiene assistant so she can start doing the restorative end yeah. So I guess a clear it with the doctor, you know, make sure, mm -hmm. you know, you set your expectations. Say, right. hey, doc, this is who I am going to be. I'm going to be a career dental assistant and I need to get established. B, right. Go to the team members, the other three assistants, right. And mm -hmm. say, Hey guys, you know, I, we, we need to work something out if, if it's all at all possible, because I really, I want you to be able to lean on me as well. Right. I want to get my skills right. Right. I think, yeah, I think because like you said, she's either going to lose it or, you know, she's not going to, if she doesn't use them, she'll lose them. So if she wants that restorative part and she wants to be able to, if they're not going to, you know, I'd give it maybe a month or two, but she doesn't have time to waste. Understand what I mean? She doesn't have time if they start keep dangling that carrot that one, okay, yeah, you'll be able to do restorative, but not right now, you know, and then another two months goes by and she's still in the same rut. It's hurting her career. She's not advancing. And I think that's what she wants is she wants to advance. Yeah. So she has to give herself a, de a deadline. She has to give them a deadline and a timeline that she needs to start converting over to the restorative, some type of path plan, whatever it may be so that eventually they can hire somebody to take her job and she can convert fully over to the restorative part. And if not, then she needs to get herself a resume together and find another practice. Yep. Because if she keeps staying, you know, one course plain, you know, very plain, boring, and she's not going up and up and up, she's going to get blah and she's going to lose motivation and she's just going to, you know, she's just going to go through the motions. 
Yeah, especially if she's set up to do the chrono polishing um, and nitrous oxide training. That would kill my give a damn if I went and did that and then nobody still used me. Like she right. needs to, she needs to sit down with the doc. I know she skipped her, you know, the review was over and maybe she should have put her foot down a little bit more, um, mm -hmm. you know, but everything high insights 2020, right? So, it, you know, the, the day isn't over, right? Like go sit your doc down, say, you know what, doc, I need to tell you what my expectations are, what my goals right. are. If, if I can't meet them here, I totally understand. I'm just not what you need. And, and, and I'm sure there's somebody out there that wants to be the hygiene assistant, but I, I realize now that if, if I don't do this, I'm only hurting myself and I'm not helping your practice. Right. And, and she doesn't want her career to go stagnant. No. You know, and she doesn't, like you said, she doesn't want to lose skills, especially the, the nitrous or the chrono polishing or anything she learned. If you don't utilize it all the time, it's like, you don't want to fumble in front of the patient doing it for the first time thinking, okay, I remember how to do this in school. I haven't done it in a while. Oh, blah, 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 and get all nervous. And then it's also going to look, you know, it might look bad on her if she goes to another office. Yeah. Well, that's what she's concerned with. Yeah. You know, let's say I, I do wait a little bit longer to pull the trigger mm -hmm. to actually go use my RDA skills. And then I get to tell them, you know, I don't have any chair side hours. <laughs> right. Picking my nose. <laughs> I got a pimple. I'm not picking my nose, audience. I got a pimple and I can see myself. We video record these. So <laughs> anyway, um yeah, I definitely think she has to go in there. She has to voice her concerns, bring it all, like write it all down, write out what she thought the expectations are, what the what is happening currently, what she wants to see happen, and see what they think. Now, if, you know, it can go a bunch of ways, but it has to be the outcome that she is going to strive for. So if they say to her, no, you're always just going to be a hygiene assistant, then she's got her clear cut answer. And she yeah. can say, okay, well, thank you. At least I have my expectations. And then she can go home, get her resume together and start looking for other opportunities. Or they'll say, okay, that's a great idea. Let's put a plan into place where you start learning one procedure at a time and you start taking time to watch procedures and we'll have somebody do your job while you do chair side and we'll groom you into the position and it'll happen in 60 days, right. you know, or 30 days, you know, so she has to have some type of plan because she needs to know that's the important part. Yeah. And so it's hard. And if they're not receptive to her, then obviously she knows it's not the right fit for her and they're not going to help her grow. She's just always going to stay that status quo and she doesn't want that, you know? Yep. Some might be happy just being the hygiene assistant, but she wants something more. She, you know, she wants to go in a different direction and she wants to, she likes the practice, but she just wants to grow with it. Yeah. Well, when especially if you're hired and you said as needed, you know, I get to do restorative work and mm -hmm. then the opportunity never shows up, you know, right. even if it's not written in the job description, it's still something you got your hopes up for. Right. And then and it like doesn't happen. Right. Yeah. I definitely think she just needs to write it all down on a sheet of paper, present it to them in a, you know, professional manner in a concerning manner. And someone she sounds very eager. So I think they would be very receptive. And now if they're not receptive, then that's totally not the practice for you. Yeah. Because if they shut her down and shut her ideas down. That's not okay. Yep. You so know? listener, you have to take action. 
Take action. What Jules just said, either, you know, you, you sit down your doc, say, you know what? I, I missed the opportunity in our review for me to voice my concerns. Yep. Um, if, if there is no possible room for me to be in the restorative area, I, I do, I have to put myself first. I, I have right. to start thinking about setting up my career. Absolutely. Cause that's, that's what matters at the end of the day is she's got to remember she wants to walk away at the end of the day, being happy and doing things she enjoys, not, you know, wallowing or not wanting to go back there. That's not okay. It's not healthy. It's in any type of job. It's not healthy for people to hate going to work every day. Yeah. Or be held back or be held back, you know? So yeah. So she just has to write it down. So wherever you are, wherever you're listening from, just write them a nice letter, put it all out on paper so that you have it and you can kind of show in case you get nervous and you forget what you're talking about. Cause that would be me. I'd be like, well, here's just the paper, read it. <laughs> so. Well, it's true because the dentist could say, well, you know, when we hired you, we hired you as a hygiene assistant. Right. So then what do you do? You go back into your shell, like the turtle. You're like, oh crap. Yeah, you're right. But that, that doesn't mean that you can't evolve and change and want more as you progress in your career. Right. And she needs to say to him, I understand that, but I think I can be more. I want to be more. How about, you know, transitioning me into a more functional dental assistant? Not saying a hygiene assistant isn't, but I want to be very versatile for the practice. And I like what you said, just pick one procedure first. Mm -hmm. Can I just do like composite restorations with you? You know, nitrous or or polishing. Yeah. Something, something that your skill set baby steps and then work your way up to, you know, all on fours. <laughs> <laughs> all on fours, rocking out the old implants. Whoop, whoop. Or taking home wax setups like you do and doing the lab work. <laughs> it's epic. I love slinging acrylic, dude. It's the best. <laughs> slinging acrylic. Slinging acrylic. <sighs> Living the dream. Being a DA for life. Oh gosh. Yeah. Well, I hope she gets resolved by, you know, she, she needs to give herself a deadline. So yeah. hopefully she follow up with us and, and tell us the outcome of her conversations and then keep following up with us to let us know exactly how everything went. Yeah. We, we can kind of be like the dad, the, the dad, dear Abby's of dental assisting. Oh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so if you have, anonymous questions or posts we want to talk about but you have to follow up with us <laughs> yeah because we you know like that bar what is it called um the the bar i don't know what bar rescue you know at the end oh, of the yeah. the show they tell you six months later their revenue has increased by 20 percent, and bill did not come back <laughs> <laughs> and we could be like and three months later this da has a new job at a new office, utilizing all her skills. <laughs> and she is a rock star. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Miss Jules, that was awesome. Hey, guess what we're going to do? We are getting all the sponsors from the Dental Assistant National Conference for Excellence awesome. on the show. Awesome. So we're all going to get a chance to know them before we meet them. How cool is that? That is cool. Miss Rhonda has set all that up, so look for those episodes to come out. That will be fun and interesting and get to know those people before you actually meet them and see what they're, see what they're all about. Yeah, and they're all great people. Jules, you they have are. a great picker. 
And, you know, I love the fact that you went out of your way to make sure that everything that is about this conference is relevant to DAs. Yes. And I was thinking about it next year. We were thinking about next year. Well, I want to get past this year first, <laughs> but I'm like next year, maybe, you know, maybe we won't have, you know, um, like just all one session. Maybe we'll do breakout sessions and have a group for pediatric assistants and group for ortho assistants and group for, you know, prosthodontics assistants or different just type of where you can all get together and have like a some rock star that's in the pediatric field that can tell you how to be better at a pediatric dental assistant. Dude, I love it. It reminds me of like having an a la carte menu. Yes. Yeah. I love yeah. it. An a la carte menu. I like that. A la carte. Assisting a la carte in one conference. <laughs> My daughter wants me to buy some mochi balls. Have you ever had mochi balls? No, what are they? Okay. So it's like rice. It's rice coating. Like, have you ever had rice candy? No. Kind of chewy, but it's really good. Anyways, they put like green tea ice, ice cream in the middle, and then they wrap it in like this rice dessert. Okay. Um, I tried it this weekend and it was ironic because like two days later, my daughter's like, I want to try mochi balls. I'm like, I just tried it. It was delicious. Mm, where do you so, get them? At the, what, the grocery store? I, yeah. Apparently there's one grocery store in Montana. No, I'm kidding. There's one grocery store near us. <laughs> That has some, and then like I just I when I was in Jersey, we were at a sushi dinner, and they had them on the menu. I'm like, let's try it. Let's be adventurous. Mochi balls for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds good. I'll have to go try some mochi balls. Yes, and tell me what you think. Hey guys, if you're listening to the show, if you try the mochi balls, come on DA Rockstars, message us, or just post up in there. You know, right? I tried the balls. I liked the balls. <laughs> I didn't like the balls. <laughs> Don't go there, Jules. <laughs> and then you got to tell us what flavor of balls you ate. Oh my God, this is so bad. You're going to have to cut this out. I can't. We're too authentic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Back to the normal sometimes. <laughs> so, okay, for OSAP. Throw a bomb on us. Give us one um, infection control tip. Oh, okay. So I had reached out to Linda Harvey, who is like the OSHA guru, and she knows a lot. And I asked her, like, what does she see when she goes into offices? And the, one of the biggest no-nos that she sees is that we're not wearing lab coats or gowns and covering our arms, chair aside. Yes. And that... Then you only wash your hands and not your arms. Right. So we need to be covering our arms chair side because all that does go on in our bare skin. And it is kind of gross if you think about it. Um, so that was a good tip that she gave, gave me when I reached out to her for this month of, you know, um, dental infection control awareness month with OSAP that yes, why I've done it, of course. And I see it all the time and nurses do it, but we're, you know, really next to, you know, that aerosol, the spraying, the spatter, all that stuff going over. I mean, we can't suck it all up at one time. Nope. So we definitely either a disposable gown or a lab coat that you can wash at the end of the day to keep your arms covered. Okay. It's funny. That the you yeah. The sleeves. I, I just tried on the sleeves twice. As she, she let me put on the purple ones this weekend. 
Yes. They're and nice, those, they, they were so comfortable. It was like silk on my arms. They went all the way under my scrub sleeve and all the way down my wrist. And it wasn't hot. It was like totally reasonable. Like say if your office has a really low um, uniform budget, that would be the perfect place to implement some kind of, you know, lower arm coverage without having to buy the lab jackets right off the bat. Yes. It's genius. All you need is like two pair. I mean, you can wash them every, and that get you whole through the, the whole week. And yep. they weren't expensive. No, they were. I think they're like $20, $25 a pair. Yeah. And it's, I love Toys' nice uniforms. They have great, great uniforms. Yeah. I need to wear those yoga pants. I was telling her, I want a pair of those yoga pants. They are pretty sweet. Everything, the whole line is amazing. You guys, seriously, like she's a dental hygienist turned into a scrub designer and she gets us. She gets yep. us. And they're all made in the USA. Yep. Like. Made in the USA. Right in there, New Jersey. Yeah, it was so cool. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I really like her. And I, I love, like I said, I, I like the whole line. And I think you guys should seriously, I'm, I'm going to get on the show one of these days soon. Yeah, you should have her on the show. Yeah, yeah and it, it would be cool because. Um, well, she, I believe she's going to do the fashion show Thursday night. So, yes. Yeah, so trying to move some things around to get there. If she can, she's, well, she'll be on the show regardless, whether or not she could be at our conference. Um, yes, we, cause seriously, like the stuff is awesome. Yes. It might cost a little bit more upfront for some of the items, but they are durable and they last. Yeah. So I've had I would rather in my, my pants for, um, gosh, and they look brand new. Yeah. I think two, three years now and they, they look brand new. They don't rip, fade, stretch, you know. They look brand new. They're really great. And she's got some nice colors. Especially, well, well, if you're in one of those practices that everybody's black, you know, because mm -hmm. then it's timeless. I mean, it just makes sense because it's not like I was at this one practice where every year we did, we changed colors. Mm -hmm. So we all matched. <laughs> so this one year we, we accidentally um, purchased these orange scrubs. Okay. Yikes. We look like inmates bright orange <laughs> we look like inmates and then one year we we ordered brown scrubs and everybody's like hey ups i'm like okay so color matters <laughs> we do because we wear green on wednesdays which is tomorrow and i gotta remember and we always everybody says we look like the jelly green giants <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, get, I get why going to black or gray or you know some the primal Royal blue purple. But yeah. I'm like, I look like a jolly green giant. Well, not great. Now I feel like one. What the heck? Everybody's got character. You might as well play the part. So check out osap.org for your infection control this month. Twice as nice uniforms. They have a lot of OSHA compliant uniforms. Um, and the dental assistant national conference, the registration here is going to wrap up soon. So drop it like it's hot guys. Yeah. If you're thinking about it, just do it. Just do it. You won't regret it. No, we're going to have lots of fun. Ah, okay, well, well, we're going to have one big sleepover. Just bring your sleeping bag. We're just going to plop it <laughs> I did that once with the Girl Scouts. We got to sleep in the, like, the science museum. Like all the Girl yeah. Scouts in the state. We should totally do that. Girl Scouts can do it. Why can't DAs do it? That's right. We're just going to plop it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Well, thank you so much, Ms. Jules. Have the... A happy hump day. Happy hump day. And we'll talk to you next week. Next week. Peace out. Bye, guys.
Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Jules. As always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have Facebook and Instagram, Jules Varney at Dental Assistance Rock, Instagram or the website or Facebook. And find your tribe. Dental Assistance Worldwide Group is a safe, vetted place for dental assistants where we're connecting and sharing our stories and learning together as a tribe. At the end of the day, we only hope for you that you are a better version of yourself tomorrow than you are today. And that starts by finding your people who are motivated to do better and be better. But until next week, keep on suctioning.